Oi, what's the best game where you get to eat pie? What's the best game where you play a dead guy? Aye? You'll find out in DJ247's podcast. Here, what's the best game where you swing from a rope? And what's the best game where you borrow the pole? Like I said, you will find out in this your podcast. Hello and welcome to VG247's Best Games Ever podcast, uh, where we attempt to find the best game within an arbitrary category that we've made up. Uh, For example, this week we're looking for the best game with NPC followers you would never hang out with in real life. Uh, Video games often put you in a situation where you have to, through sheer necessity, spend many hours of your life with characters who you don't necessarily dislike, but the conversation's always a bit stilted and they're just a bit weird. They don't really act like normal human beings, you know? I'm joined today by Editor-in-Chief Tom Ari. Hello. All right. That was a very soft bar, but you, Tom, just to be clear. I know, uh, I know, I know. Guides Editor, James Billcliffe. Hello there. And uh, Guides Writer, Kelsey Rayner. How's everyone Hello. doing? It's, All right. Uh, it's, uh, this, this seems to be like, uh, this isn't a permanent new lineup, but it's one of the alternative lineups, isn't it, that keeps cropping up? Yeah, and um, it's a great one. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, Donaldson's on too often, I think, uh, because uh, it just has these this artificial uh, sort of this artificial uh, increased chance to win all the time, which he tends to do. So it's good that we're shaking it up this year and giving someone else a chance to like take the top spot for a bit. Um, okay, so. First of all, right, also, I need to point out as well, and this is the first time this has ever happened in the entire history of the show, people tell me what they've picked for the topic ahead of time, as you all know. This is the first time in uh, the entire time we've done this podcast where two people pick the same game. Um, uh. and, uh, and I had to veto it. I had to, the, the second person who picked the game had to, had to be told, no, you can't have that. Someone else has oh, got it. An interesting interpretation. I've always wondered what you would, uh, we, how you'd wield your godlike power in that See, situation. I, I, I didn't know either, but then it happened and I just had to be like, it seemed oh. like a very simple, it seemed like you made the decision about what to do very quickly, Jim. <laughs> Didn't seem to care too much about the impact it would have. Have you guessed whose topic got next yet? (laughs) (laughs) So basically, uh, what happened was uh, Tom told me his pick and someone else had already picked it. And uh, and I said, I I took a long time to deliberate about it internally. It felt like a long time. And I said, you can't have that. Anyway, um, so we are going to go, first of all, to Kelsey. What have you got for us? So I picked the game with the follower that I've probably complained about the most, and that is Ashley from Resident Evil 4. Yeah. yeah. Um, some people argue that she's not that bad. I think she's a massive pain in the ass. In the game, <laughs> she's an absolute liability, which is fine in Resident Evil 4 because you kind of need to have that responsibility over someone else. It makes things a little bit more challenging. But if you were to present me with the opportunity to be friends of Ashley in real life, I don't think I'd want to be. Because as much as it's fun trying to keep her out of bear traps and help her up and down ladders and hide her in dumpsters in Resident Evil 4, it very much seems like she'd be the type of person to be the biggest liability on a night out. And I don't like looking after people. So, yeah, firm no from me on that one. And on top of that, what does she actually bring to Resident Evil 4 other than shouting, Leon, help, and then later trying to, you know, offer her phone number to him pretty much? Mm. Kelsey is pretty much that classic gif of, of, of Leon on the jet ski 
leaving and, and uh, Ashley just being left behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is. So, so on a night out, would would you be getting her out of dumpsters or, or? I feel like she would be the type of person who, whenever you're tr- like moving from pub to pub, she's the one who's at the behind being carried up by two other people. <laughs> normally shouting at someone who's walking in front being like come here yeah yeah those vibes which is fine in most cases but it's not something that you really want to deal with after you've graduated from uni yeah exactly. you just don't have time for that (laughs) it's like um it's like how it's like ladder puzzles and crate puzzles isn't it like uh, a fine to a point within the context of the game, The Last of Us. But as soon as somebody grabs a ladder in the TV show, everyone's like, oh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> context is everything, isn't it? What were you going to yeah. say, James? I was going to say that I've I've not actually played Resident Evil 4 because for, for like 20 years of my life, I was like incredibly scared of zombies until I played the remake of Resident Evil 2 and now like I can't get enough of the series. But... Is she not the president's daughter? Yeah. yeah. So she's the president's daughter and she's, if I remember correctly, she's basically been kidnapped and taken to this Spanish village and it's Leon's job to go and rescue her. So then obviously he finds her then ends up with her following him for a good portion of the game. Yeah. And, yeah. But yeah. My, my point is that given the sort of current state of US politics, would being friends with the president's daughter not kind of pretty much guarantee you a place as like White House press secretary for about three years. Yeah, but I don't I don't I don't want that noise. That's a job for life. I don't You're gonna be getting so much so many dollary dues. You're gonna be on the right wing grift train. You're gonna be it's you're set for life if you're friends with the president's daughter, surely. It depends on your integrity, I guess. And like, I have none. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. This is a games media, what are you on about? Um yeah, so uh that's interesting that's it the interesting idea that rescuing the president's daughter from a spanish village what does leon actually get out of it though well this is it leon's kind of put himself in that situation hasn't he it's his job he went from like rookie cop and then was this was like his first big thing that he was assigned to but have we actually seen him since he was in doing anything interesting anyway is he gonna sh- is he gonna show up in Resi Nine as the fucking press secretary? Is that <laughs> <laughs> and all the all the journalists are gonna be like, "Listen, mate, we all know you got this job." <laughs> <laughs> um, is that? I mean, is that? This an is a terrible choice, by the way. Terrible choice as a game. Oh, is it, Tom? Yeah. Why? Um, I'd never have picked this. <laughs> <laughs> If I was going to pick it, I'd have probably picked it for a different reason, though, because um, there are actually a load of... There's a cult, isn't there, in Resident mm-hmm. Evil 4? Yeah. And they are actual followers of the cult. That's what I'd have... If I was going to pick this, which I never would have done, it's a terrible choice. So maybe you could argue that there's two different types of follower in this in this mm. game, which maybe would strengthen the argument, but I wouldn't make that big I would. Argument. I mean, I would say you've just inadvertently strengthened Kelsey's argument. Did you know that there's also a cult in Resident Evil 4 and they're technically followers and they're very annoying? Mm. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, you fucked that for yourself, didn't you, Tom? Um, Okay, well, because, no, because I'm very, I couldn't make, I couldn't let Tom go first because he would have stolen that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
But I am really curious as to because uh, Tom's response this morning when we discussed it was, oh, "I'm just going to wing it." Um, so, <laughs> can we please, <laughs> can we please witness you winging it, Tom? What have you picked for this topic? I just checked our conversation to check I hadn't actually thought of something. I haven't. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with like the crowd in FIFA. 17 they're like that's an interesting choice are they are they npc followers well they're following their team yeah aren't they jim it's a a well it's a it's a wild interpretation but i'll allow it okay right what's wrong with that they're followers it's it's fine it's fine it's just it's one of these it's they're more dedicated than lots of other people they are they're proper followers in the truest sense but they're also like (laughs) not particularly lifelike are they mm. they just jump up and down a bit lots of them look identical to the other to their mates so that does happen in britain does it right. <laughs> yeah we've seen a group right. of lads on a night out and they're all wearing I mean, the same I fucking say, shirt i say does it literally i am an example of that being true mm. um but you yeah look a lot I mean, like your brother i do yeah um so yeah followers Fans, same thing, truest sense of the follower. Um, just ask James, he's, he's a follower of, of a football club and well, suffers for it. We even had a, a, a laddie conversation about football yesterday. It was it was very masculine. Uh, James it? often messages me and goes, oh, my ultimate team is great at the moment. I've got uh, big name players, not, <laughs> none of them for Leeds. Couldn't I think, think of I any. Think I actually <laughs> said, I think I actually said my ultimate team is embarrassingly good this year. Yeah, this which, is like a window into our lives outside of this podcast. Yeah. It's just banter about football all the time, 24-7 banter. Um, <laughs> but that is my football argument. Football and taxes. Yeah, so football <laughs> and taxes. That's the, yeah, the work slack was all about tax. It is literally yeah. January 31st, though. I think a lot of work slacks will be about tax today. Yeah, but yeah, so football, uh, fans in old FIFA games, even new FIFA games are not that great, although you look at them closely. Um, but you could say this to any any crowd in any game ever, right? It's such a broad... Would you don't want to be rather. friends with any of them? No, no. because <laughs> at any moment, how do you know it, that's the actual friend and not clone number 57 or whatever? Just yeah, you, you don't know if, if, if it's just a duplicate sprite coming out of the exactly. toilet. Exactly. It'd be a dangerous be, world to live in, wouldn't be it? Embarrassing. If, that was, if that was your friendship circle. Would you rather go to the pub with some crowd sprites from FIFA or mm. crowd sprites from PGR2? Well, I almost picked uh, a PGR, but I tasked it before. I mean, before, you can say that wanna, every week, Tom. I didn't but... want to go with that choice. I can't remember what the crowd in PGR two is like. If it has one, it's probably does it even have terrible sprites? I actually. know they had them in later games. I don't know about two. It, it may have done, um, but um, yeah, I mean, probably FIFA. Right? They're probably a bit more advanced, and they're they're at least like. They like football. I don't really like racing. I just like certain games in racing. So I wouldn't want to talk to those fans particularly, whereas the football fans are probably all right. There's no crowd. There's no mm. crowd in PGR2. There you go. Well, Good job I, I didn't just, it. just like there's nobody waiting for a new PGR game. I mean, that is also true. <laughs> very... uh, first, this first screenshot was a bunch of screenshots from the original 
Eurogamer review, our friends at Eurogamer. Mm. And uh, I say I say friend advisably. Um, and uh, one of the screenshots is uh, from the Edinburgh level, and I know exactly what street it's on, and that's really eerie. Mm. Um, but anyway, yeah. sorry. It's uh, I really should, I want to play that game just for the Edinburgh level, um, like I did with Forza Horizon Four. I got it just to drive around Edinburgh, yeah. and then I uninstalled it. Remembered how much I hate that city, especially driving in it. It's really weird to set a driving game there because it's rancid to drive through. We had this talk last week. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've gone off on one, haven't I? Um, so, uh, so your pick is the. The entire yeah. crowd, as in, like, you wouldn't want them... Well, I think you'd always have the uncertainty, wouldn't you? So it's a particular mm. person from... I haven't picked who that is yet. Anyway, mm. it could be anyone, but one person. But then you'll never know if you are actually going for lunch or coffee or whatever with that person because it could be... I don't know how many hundreds of the same person are in a crowd in the FIFA which, game. Which FIFA specifically? I can't remember which one I said. Do I say 18? 17. 17 was quite a good choice, actually, because that was the uh, the first year of the journey. You know, yeah. the, the story mode. It's mm. like a, quite a memorable one. Mm. Let's have a look. Yeah. Let's have a look. Right. But it's a very good choice. I, I tell I you, you know what? Actually, in fairness to FIFA 17, the crowd looks pretty uh, realistic. I hate the crowd noises, me. I just can't stand them. They just go through me. Real football, FIFA, turn it off. I tell you what, Tom, that's a really good and interesting choice, and I didn't Thanks. expect it. So, uh, all right, we're going to move on now to uh, James. What is your pick for this? Well, it's a, it's a pretty tough topic, really, because mm. a lot of games with followers that are really good, like it's the best games ever podcast in it, mm. and get a lot of games with followers that the they are really good games because the followers are really great. You things like Mass Effect 2. I was thinking of stuff like, oh, what else has got good followers? Wasteland 3, uh, you'd, you'd still be hanging out with them. But mm. when in doubt, you just default to the greatest game of all time. Oh, and that God. is The Elder Scrolls for Oblivion, <laughs> which yeah. has a, a few different sort of tangential NPC, NPC followers, but the only named follower that I can remember has an entire genre of YouTube videos specifically framed around throwing them off cliffs, shooting them with arrows, just doing all manner of terrible things to them. And that is the adoring fan. Do we remember the adoring fan? Yeah. The no, no, never heard of it. <laughs> yeah. He's he's the the weird little elf dude. He's got a little snow cone, ice gem, troll doll little haircut, and he's all on about licking your boots and stuff. And it's like, who wants to knock about with that? I mean, mm -hmm. you have to have him because he holds your torch, and it's pretty. It's all right, but mm -hmm. he sounds all right. What's wrong with him? He's 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 not a he's not a good young man. He, there's something wrong with him, isn't he, Jim? Yeah, yeah. He's a bit like. Oh, so, so sometimes you get a wee pal at, at school when when you're younger and they're just fucking annoying but your mum's like oh be nice <laughs> he's like that kid right don't want to be nice they're annoying me i had a lot of them maybe that's just unique to me i don't know um but yeah so uh the adoring fan is definitely up there among the possibly the worst uh, NPC followers that you can get a hold of. And Oblivion, um, 
let's be clear as well, it's not like Skyrim. It doesn't have like loads of house carls or anything like that, which are like, no. designed to be followers. And it's not like Fallout 3 or, or New Vegas where you've got a lot of like really interesting follower characters that have backstories and associated quests and stuff like that. Oblivion is very much a solo game um in terms of the, the the character in terms of the universe there's no uh there's no real provision for uh any npc characters you get the odd one on missions well like they're not very useful as well because they're thick yeah. as fuck um but the adoring fan is possibly oblivion's and like i'm maybe someone's going to correct me but i think the adoring fan is the only like proper example of an npc follower that actually just tags along with you yeah you exactly the, you can get all sorts of like astronauts and uh skeletons and all of this sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, the adoring yeah. fan is the only permanent named npc follower and he's just awful he's the, terrible. and and yeah i, I just want to go down a little list here <laughs> that because just to just to show that i'm not alone in this mm-hmm. the Obviously, YouTube's been around for a long time now, and it's a pretty old meme. But just going down there, if you just type Adoring Fan into YouTube, there's video upon video with millions and millions of views of just throwing him off cliffs because he's so terrible. First one, 7.2 million views, (laughs) 3.1 million views. The Adoring Fan at Dive Rock, that one's only got 400,000 views. But the, the list goes on and on and on and on. And everyone just hates this little, this real little creepy dude. I feel quite sad for him. I don't, I haven't heard much about what he's done wrong. <laughs> yeah, he what helped. has he done wrong? I'm just well, feeling right. sorry well, for him at this when, point. When you first meet him, uh, so you meet, he meets you outside the arena when you do the arena quest, and and uh, you become a famous arena fighter because like you're you're obviously the hardest person in Tamriel because like you just like you can kill everyone in one shot at some point. Um. And uh, so you become arena champion. And then at one point, uh, he's just outside the arena and he runs over to you. And he shouts, by Azura, by Azura, by Azura. It's you. It's the champion. And, and he speaks like that, exactly <laughs> like that. Um, and he, and he, he's always like switched on to a, up, to, up to 11 at that level with every interaction. And he's like, can I follow you around? And, and, and then um, and you, you're like, yeah, sure. Okay. To be polite. And then he's just like that the whole time. Um, and every time you talk to him, he's like, oh, it's, it's lovely to, to be in your presence, champion. How can I? Um, and I might be making a lot of stuff up, but, you know, like, um, he's just that sort of horrid character that you, every interaction with him horrid is rancid. character. Yeah. yeah. Rancid. It sounds very, I bet if this guy was a cat, you would love him. <laughs> no, because cats aren't like that. Cats are very indifferent to your affection. That's why it would stand out as a unique this guy is, character. It, this guy is very specifically like a dog, actually. Here we go. This is the truth. <laughs> He's exactly a big panting dog coming up, slobbering all over you, desperate for your bloody approval. Yeah. You know, I, just th- I think we've just been a bit mean. I think we should just... He's, a, he's just a dedicated <laughs> fan. He's, he's helping you out. From what I've heard, is the podcast going to get cancelled because I said I don't like dogs? I don't maybe, mind dogs. I just maybe. don't want to live with one. But I mean, just it sounds, in the fire. sounds like you just you just you don't get on particularly fair enough. But he sounds like a good guy. He's not a good guy at all. He's he's a costage he outside your work. Tags he's along, basically fan. unsolicited. He means well. Yeah, 
Is he doing anything properly like nasty or bad or like a bit creepy? Well, uh, no, or is he just, you just that's not, look well, him? yes, he does. He, do, he, he definitely does do things specifically creepy because you say that he means well, and I'm not sure that he does. Mm. I think he's got ulterior motives. As Jim says, he, every, every time you speak to him, he's dialed up to 11. And if, if I remember it correctly, the, the thing that he says every single time you talk to him, he's like, oh, do you need anything? Can I carry a weapon? Shine your boots. And then he offers you every single time you talk to him, he says, would you like a back rub? Every single yeah, time. Yeah, that is creepy, actually. All he wants to do is touch you. Yeah, touch, touch, touch. That's creepy. Mm. So it's he's creepy. a, so he's a, he's a horrid little herbert, and he's really handsy as well. So, mm. uh, uh, so he's only good for getting kicked off mountains and things. But you know what? You kick him off a mountain, and he doesn't always. I'm pretty sure he's flagged as uh, essential, isn't he? He can't actually die. He disappears for a bit, and then he comes back. Even after you've kicked him off a mountain, he'll come back and be like, uh, "Let's just pick up where we left off." He is very um, Terminator too in that sense. He yeah. does just kind of melt into goo on the floor, and then he reanimates like, <laughs> like some eldritch nightmare. Yeah, and because he's an Oblivion NPC, he's an horrid little potato man as well. Everything <laughs> about him is creepy, and um, possibly the worst NPC follower ever devised. But he, in fairness, designed that way. So. Um, Right. And I would never hang out with him in real life. And that's the brief, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. All I right. just looked at him and, yeah, okay. <laughs> you were right. <laughs> Why does he look like that? <laughs> I think he's... Um... He looks like an ice gem. <laughs> I think he's... Uh... I wonder if um, he's uh, he personifies people who run up to Todd Howard. In, in like Starbucks or whatever. I did that to Todd Howard once. I think I was an adoring fan to Todd Howard once, so I understand how he feels. Uh, he was at a party I was at, and 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 I recognized him, and I kind of like, I, I'd had a few, and I kind of bounded over, and I might have been waffling a bit, but I was just basically like a fucking, I love Fallout and that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the exact words, but then Vince Zampella... The, the the guy the Call of Duty man like came over and like rescued Tom from me, that uh, Todd from me, uh, <laughs> and sort of mockingly said, "Oh wow, Todd, it's great to see you." <laughs> and I felt quite embarrassed by that. And is this uh, why we never got on with Bethesda for a while? Oh, that this was nothing to do. This is well after Video Game Mirror. Right. This was like. Uh, this is probably why uh, <laughs> I think that was the last year I went to E3. Nobody wanted me back. Um, so yeah, how, like I have been. Uh, I think the adoring fan was that personified, and then uh, later on, I became part of that personification. So I understand right, I why. I think we know where this is going. Let's just move on to. The, I understand uh, why the character was devised that way. Yeah, uh, I actually don't think you know where this is going, Tom. To be honest, if I'm being yeah. honest. Uh, so we're going to play that jingle. It's interesting, isn't it? Because James has picked a game that he knows I love dearly. It, just to help you thinking a little bit. Yeah. Ju just to put you in the mindset Yeah. Of, of which out of these you think is the best game. Mm. I want you to think of somebody very special, Jim. <laughs> One of the great orators of our time. Yeah. Sir Patrick Stewart. Yeah. And his, impre his impressive performance at the start of Oblivion. Yeah. 
I want you to think of yeah, but you Uriel know, Septim, and I want you you're right. to make it so. You're right, but if <laughs> you're right, <laughs> but if I do it, but if Canc- I do it, cancel the whole thing. It's the most, <laughs> if I do it, it's the most predictable Jim Trinker moment possibly yeah. ever recorded, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, you need to you need to, you need to keep things because uh, it's sort of like because you because you, you you can't because then if it sets a precedent of well, all you have to do is fucking pick a Bethesda game and link it to Star Trek, relatively easy thing to do, and. Uh, and you quids in. I mean, like... Uh, it's the most on-brief game, though, as well. Like, this, this, like it, He's a terrible character. I'd never hang out with him in real life, a, and it's a great game. Best game you wouldn't hang out with him in real I, life. What about if Christian I, from I, Babylon 5 is in Skyrim? Are you going to pick that next Yeah, week? I'm going to pick Skyrim now. I actually don't like Skyrim. <laughs> Skyrim, Skyrim, the follower Lydia, uh-huh. she died, I killed her in my game. Yeah. So how am I going to hang out with her? Skyrim's not as good as Oblivion, though. <laughs> is it not? No. Hmm. The Dark Brotherhood quest is. Well, you can't change. You cannot change your choice after the jingle. I think that's a pretty consistent rule. Well, I wasn't allowed my choice, was I? Well, no, because (laughs) no, because Kelsey picked it like three weeks earlier. So I didn't know that. (laughs) Well, you would have known it earlier because had you not kept delaying the podcast because you kept thinking of better topics than this one, which you didn't like. Um and uh, but right okay look let's go through like Resident Evil Four is is a classic and undeniably a great game, um and uh, the argument you made for it is you know it's up there that that does sound like an annoying NPC someone you've got to look after a rich kid you've got to look after as well effectively <laughs> yeah, right yeah. I mean just and then and you certainly wouldn't hang out with someone like that willingly would you that's the sort of person that tags along with the group and you end up sort of like leaving them quickly uh when they go to the toilet or something let's go to a different club um and uh and tom you know what in fairness considering you pulled out your ass that is a very very good pitch for uh the entire crowd out of fifa makes you question your whole existence somewhat doesn't it it's making me question the direction that this was going to go in because mm. now I'm really conflicted. I am very conflicted because I'm sorry, Kelsey. I do think that Oblivion is a better game than Resi 4. What a load <laughs> of rubbish. That's actual nonsense now. Yeah. I, think, I think Oblivion is one of the best, is what is in the top 20 best games ever made. Uh, Resi, Resi 4 probably is as well, actually. But look, I, actually I think, think James. I think James's point about how because Ashley's the president's daughter, you'd hang out with her anyway, right? And you'd do it willingly. <laughs> Uh, because you'd get all the extra clout and what and comes with might, it. You might, you might, but I would not. Well, yeah. if it's like, out there. If it's like yeah. oh, do you want, do you want all my my rich dad's uh, money? Oh yeah, okay, I'll do that for yeah, a while. Yeah, I mean, as much as like money would be nice, the idea of hanging around with rich people is not. <laughs> you just do it for <laughs> I'm a while. Just that out there. <laughs> you just do it for a while, and then you'd like write a book about the whole thing. You'd be fine. Uh, yeah, see, like, Tom, your argument and James's argument hinges on the idea of just not having any principles or morals yeah. of, of any kind, really. Um, I'm, I'm so conflicted because I do, I do think, like, like, that very, that twisty interpretation of what an NPC follower is to apply it to a FIFA crowd, I think is genius, right? Mm. I do. I genuinely do. I'm not, I'm not just saying it. Um, I'm so tempted to give it to FIFA, mm. but it is the best game. And I simply do not, cannot 
accept that Oblivion is not as good a game as FIFA fucking 17. You can say it's as good if no, you want. No, you know, you absolutely cannot. And, uh, oh, I can't believe... It's really... It, it, I'm very conflicted, James. What I'm going to say is, James, you have won this week, right? But... I'm giving it to you under protest because I feel like I've been bullied into it. This is this is actually quite scandalous in my opinion. <laughs> because all it all takes got, is a Star Trek quote. All you've got to do now is just forget about how good the argument is. Just pick no, the best game. No, because it was also game. a really good argument. No, I'm saying I'm really annoyed. Yeah, you really pick annoyed. the best game in this list. Resident Evil Four is better than Oblivion. It's no, it, I mean, like, even I'd rather lose to that than Oblivion. <laughs> Are there any Star Trek actors in Resi 4? Not that I'm aware of. Should you should have just said yes. You, just, yeah, you should yeah. have said the bloke that opens the door is... Yeah. The, the, but you can't the, change... the bloke that does the, the, the pulley to I open mean, the... I mean, Sean Bean. That police officer who dies at the very beginning, yeah, he was in Star Trek. Only for one episode, though, but it you counts. You know, he was Data. <laughs> yeah. What James said. <laughs> um... Uh, yeah, uh, uh, so so Oblivion has uh, Patrick Stewart, also has Sean Bean. Uh, I think that's it for the big name actors, actually, in Oblivion, isn't it? You didn't have the star-studded cast of Skyrim, which had, like, Sol Tai from Battlestar and uh, Is, On a genuine from Battle note, Five. who's Paul Mercier? Because uh, he voiced Leon Kennedy, and he was in Star Trek at some point. So there you go. Let's have a look. This is a twist, isn't it? It was in Star Trek, Starfleet Command 3 as a Federation officer. Ah, it doesn't care. It's not canon. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I tried. Uh, Paul, he's, he's, got an, he's got a memory alpha page, though. Um, voice actor who gave voice to the role of Federation Officer 2. <laughs> <laughs> is there anyone in the journey that's in... Uh, no, no, Star it, Trek. No, it's yeah. got actors in it. It's got actors. Yeah, Alex Hunter was the uh, the captain in the uh, Deep Space Nine series. <laughs> okay, no, he Done. wasn't. That was Avery Brooks. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I was. I typed Fable: The Journey there. <laughs> right, this isn't going to happen. All right, okay. Like, like James has won, right? Begrudgingly. But, and, and I'll take but it. But I have to, to stress bank. very begrudgingly, and I'm very annoyed that James put me in this position. Doesn't matter, I can tell the other. The, I can matter. tell the other two are really choice. upset. You've made the choice. From now on, this podcast can be so boring. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Every week, it's just. I can't. Is, is it? A, is it a Bethesda RPG? Well, you've given me is this power. And how Trek? can I? How can I deny my true nature? How can I? How can I decide momentarily that FIFA 17 is better than Oblivion? But it clearly isn't. You just have to go. It doesn't have to be the best game out of the three. It has to be the best game that meets the criteria. Yeah. And the adoring fan is awful. And my fans are... It's a more interesting concept. Your fans are awful, Tom. I have to, I will, a, few of them, a few of them are going to be replying to At this. At least you're accepting that there are plural fans. <laughs> I mean, there's like two of them, at least. Mm. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to leave it there because uh, everyone's angry with me. Um, apart from James. Apart from who who has taken who is apparently fine with this very hollow victory that that he's bullied me into. Effectively, I think uh, if 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 it wouldn't get us copyright striked into oblivion, I'd be playing the Jurassic Park theme tune into the microphone right now. <laughs> um, absolutely happy as Larry. 
Unbelievable. All right. Well, uh, join us next week for um, what's the topic next week, Tom? Best Bethesda game. It's not. It's not best Bethesda <laughs> game, is it? Oblivion wins again. <laughs> it's a blue. That's an interesting point. What is the best Bethesda game? You could make an argument for so many different ones, like Fallout New Vegas, because you because you've got obviously you've got the the Bethesda. Uh, studio made games but you have all the publisher ones too and i think a lot of people would try and make the argument for like dishonored or something because that's like so mechanically kind of interesting and different but we're getting we're straying perilously close to games punditry here so Mm. i think we should call it a day yeah absolutely all right well uh please leave us a five star review it has to be five stars the content can be as as abusive as you like well within reason but as long as it's five stars, uh, we'll be very pleased about it. So if you want to give us a five-star review that goes uh, goes very hard on uh, how cruel James's choice was this week and how it maneuvered me into uh, making a call that I actually didn't want to make. You're just weak, Jim. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's all that's happened here. I'm trying to shift the blame, but I know it's I know it's not going to work. But if you want to if you want to make that that point on iTunes or whatever, as long as you leave a five star review. Uh, all right, okay. Join us next week for the best game that you'd never believe was from that developer. So that's going to be an interesting one, isn't it? Like I said, you will find out in this year podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five star review wherever you get your podcast. It really helps us get the word out. Uh, we're not just a podcast, of course. If you'd like to hear more from the team, then check out VG247.com for our fantastic news coverage, features, reviews, and game guides. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Uh, I don't have time to do fresh orchids this week, so I'm just doing the Skyrim one again because... Oblivion's got the same theme because Bethesda recycle themes as well.